What's up, Warriors? Welcome again to Warrior Wednesday. I'm so glad you're joining us here tonight. we got a special episode for you tonight. I think uh, a lot of people are going to be enjoying this. Whether you're watching this live or you're watching it on the replay, you're going to get a lot of information tonight that goes directly towards your mission in the church safety and security world. It's going to allow you to be a better protector of those that you serve in your flock. So let's align everybody with the with the guiding biblical principle that we have here, Protector's Toolkit. Proverbs 18.15 says this, an intelligent heart acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. In the easy to read version of the Bible, the one that I go to sometimes to break it down just a little bit more, it says it like this, wise people want to learn more so they listen closely to gain knowledge. And that's really what we're all about here at Protectors Toolkit, gaining knowledge and giving knowledge as much as possible. You know, in Proverbs, it says we should be sharpening one another. So we do that abundantly and as much as possible here. If you're joining us right now, don't forget in the comment section, we want to know who you are, your church you're representing, and where you are in the nation. And don't forget also in the comment section, that's a great place to do, oh, I don't know, comments. Any questions that you want to ask or you want to add to the conversation, drop them over there in the comment section. Don't be shy. Hit us up with anything during the broadcast and we will point it out and get those questions answered for you. So let's align just a little bit more on biblical principles, especially what we're talking about tonight, and that is fitness for the church protector. Fitness. Now, that may be a word that you associate with fitness, whole pizza, piece of pizza in my mouth. And that's not what we're talking about here tonight. We're talking about actual fitness. We have to be physically ready for challenges that may face us within our church. That's what we do. We stand on the wall to serve. We have a sword in one hand and we're watching and waiting for those savage wolves or roaring lions that has already been foretold are coming against us. So when we do that, we have to be as physically fit as possible to serve it during those crisis situations. So Paul wrote uh, 1 Corinthians to a community in the middle of a culture war. Now, doesn't that sound very familiar? I think we're probably in a culture war ourselves right now. But if you look in 1 Corinthians, uh, specifically 6, 19 through 20, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. He's saying your body is a temple. Now, that doesn't mean Build the biggest temple possible. That doesn't mean take your temple to the potluck and get three servings of everything. That means make sure you're honoring God when he gave you your temple and make sure it is the best temple possible. 1 Corinthians 3.17 says it this way. If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Boy, Paul knew what he was talking about when he wrote to the Corinthians. And I think that's probably the catalyst for the Corinthians having all that rich leather. Some of you may get that. All right, so let me introduce my guest tonight before I get off into uh, dad jokes. Uh, our guests tonight are uh, Katie and Mike Howard. Now, these are friends of ours uh, for a long time, and they've been in the fitness industry and the fitness game for a long time at a lot of different levels. Katie has over 20 years of experience uh, in education and physical fitness and nutrition, and Mike has over 20 years in military and combat training. And you can't last uh, more than more than five years in the military if you are not physically fit enough for all the challenges that are going on in the world now, especially in the uh, assignments that Mike has been uh, fortunate. I'm going to say fortunate, fortunate enough to be able to do in his career. So without further ado, I'm going to get into it and talk to Mike and Katie. But Mike and Katie, uh, could you all just take a minute and introduce yourself to our guests? Sure. Um, I am Katie. Um, I have been doing fitness for quite a while now. And it's evolved a lot over the years, you know, starting out as just something I did for fun um, and then taking my job on the road, being a military wife 
it turned out that working at the gym um, was the perfect job to have. I could do that everywhere we went. And then through the years, we had kids and I was learning how to, you know, train being pregnant and then coming back from pregnancy. I've done that three times. So lots of different experiences and how how to work out, how not to work out, yeah. <laughs> all that stuff. And Mike? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So nice to meet you. I'm Mike. Um, and, and, you know, I would say that uh, the first thing I would have to say is, um, you know, really my fitness journey has been keeping up with her. Um, she has done uh, so much for our relationship and uh, challenging me, keeping me going. As you alluded to, it's a necessity uh, to be a military member and be physically fit. I mean, it's, they, the two go hand in hand. And, uh, and I'll tell you, uh, through her, she has really benefited me in uh, identifying different ways to remain physically fit, uh, nutrition. Uh, so I'm not fitting this whole pizza in my mouth. Uh, but uh, she, I mean, she's just been a blessing in my life and has done a great job in keeping us both uh, in check and, and in shape. Awesome. So, Mike, it sounds like you and I are very similar. We married way outside of our, our oh. sphere and uh, we just married the best possible mate for us. Is that about right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and so that is an, that's an important thing you brought up, too, is the submission to one another uh, in the relationship and those challenges that we face. The physical fitness allows us to go through those challenges together a lot of times, especially, you know, in the gym, grinding it out. And, you know, I can remember my wife and I have had several conversations in the gym where maybe we didn't see eye to eye or align on certain things. But when, man, when you're sweating and you're working together towards a common goal, it seems like those other things in your life just naturally do fall in line or line up. Have you guys experienced that? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the, the gym isn't uh, always this, uh, you know, eye to eye place, but I can tell you having the common goal of going to the gym together and, and seeking physical fitness together has definitely been something that's paramount in our relationship for sure. Okay. All right. Very good. So let's jump off in here. I see JT Martin from uh, Virginia. Thanks for joining us, Jim uh, from Woodstock, Georgia. Thanks for joining us. And of course, my friend Carson Cummings uh, from Ange San Angelo. Can't wait to get back up there and train with you guys up there too. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you are joining now, make sure that you are. Uh, number one, you're dropping in the comment section. Let us know where you're listening from. And number two, I got an immediate challenge for you. You know someone in your life right now that can be blessed by this, what we're going to talk about here tonight. So get with them right now and share this video. Click that share button down at the bottom and share with those people you think are going to be blessed by this topic that we're talking about here tonight. So let's just jump off into this. What what is there a difference between uh, fitness and health and, and all these terms? Are they just interchangeable or is there a difference? Uh, there is a distinct difference. Um, when it comes to health, uh, simply, that just means that you're living without sickness and disease. And the easiest way to say, okay, well, am I healthy, is look at the medications you take. Um, it can be very easy um, for people over the age of 40 um, taking high blood pressure medicine, high cholesterol medicine, we're treating diabetes, and we live with those things every day, And but yet we'll say we're healthy. Right. No, you're taking medication for those things. That sickness in your body, that's, that's not health. Right. With fitness, that really is going out outside of what our, our health is 
And that's saying that we can accomplish daily activities. And on top of that, we have some, uh, we can perform some sport and athletic movement. So basically fitness is, uh, if we're, if our body is asked to do it for whatever uh, moment we're facing in our life, our bodies can overcome whatever crisis or whatever our bodies are being asked to do at that moment. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. So, you know, in, in, in everything that we do in the church safety and security world, a lot of it, you know, quite frankly, um, is just standing around. You know, there's a lot of complacency that's built into the program. Um, but but in, in that, we the moment that a crisis happens, we may be called into action immediately. We may get the gunshot. We may get someone screaming in church. And so from that complacency, that, that point of I'm just standing around doing nothing to I have to get into action, that is rapid. And so that, that's, a, that's a dynamic thing that we're having to ask our bodies to do. And so being physically fit and able to serve your community is such a critical aspect to being a good church safety and security uh, protector of others. When we're at, when we say that we want to protect others, we want to jump into that role, um, not necessarily just because we want to be armed, but because we do want to serve others, then we have to uh, understand as warriors, it is, a, it is incumbent upon us to honor what God has said in, in, in 1 Corinthians there in the Bible, but also to honor the people that we are going to serve in that capacity. And if we're not, if we're not able to jump into that uh, fire, so to speak, on that day, then we're really failing at our mission. So I want to make sure we get that critical point across to everybody. So uh, Katie or Mike uh, or both, if there was, uh, if you had to point to one critical component of fitness, uh, what would it be? Um, well, I think that, you know, if we're talking about types of fitness, all those things are, are important, you know, if we're saying, oh, well, you need to lift weights or you need to run and have endurance. Those are, those are important. But what I'm going to say is, is the most important component is actually consistency. Mm-hmm. Pick, pick something and just do it over, over and over again. And then, yeah. uh, and, and I'll add something to that. Um, so she brought up a great point there. Um, and, and I think the most important thing would be is uh, variety. So uh, to get into the consistency, hands down, that's, that's solid. Um, but to find out what is it that you really like, you know, what, it, what, what do you feel like that you can repeat? What can you remain consistent on? It may be that you're standing outside in the gym and you're looking at a group fitness class and you're saying to yourself, that may not be for me. Mm-hmm. Take it from me, who has been to plenty of group fitness classes. <laughs> if, if you think that you're, I mean, you're not strong enough or you're not this enough or whatever, fill in the blank of what's keeping you from trying something out, take that down and just give it a shot. And I, and I can tell you uh, from experience, having been to all kinds of different styles of fitness, variety for me has been a great payoff. Big time. Yeah, yeah well, I think if that. we were to ask, you know, some of the people watching right now, you know, how many times they've tried something, everyone has tried different workouts. Or, you know, we're saying, well, we're going to start, you know, walking, we're going to run, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. We do it for a month. And then that's it. You have to keep doing it. Anything will work if you keep doing it. And it all comes down to consistency. Yeah, that, that's absolutely right. You know, it's, uh, it is it is sometimes hard to put that first foot forward, uh, especially if you've been complacent for a little while. Um, it, it, as you get older as well, you don't know 
can my body uh, step up to the plate anymore? Uh, can I even do this? You know, and that consistency is so, so critical. You know, I, I have a home gym. Uh, very, very, very fortunate to be able to have a home gym that's separate from my house. And some days it, I wake up and I'm just like, oh, I do not want to work out. I know I have to for my current job and for all the different things that I do and, and, and uh, for the kids too. So that consistency is sometimes just showing up and doing a stretching routine, you know, getting in the area, doing that stretching routine. A lot of times I found once I get there and I start stretching, I'm like, eh, you know what, I can go through a workout. I'm okay now, you know, that, but that just being consistent with that process is, is so incredibly critical. And Mike, you brought up a great point with uh, variety. You know, the body doesn't like to do the same thing over and over and over again. It, it likes to be uh, shaken up. It likes to try new things. It likes to try new movements. Um, that's how we're situated. And the more we can add variety in there, it keeps our mind engaged too, which is a huge component of overall fitness is keeping your mind sharp and your mind engaged in what you're doing. So that that's such a critical point too. And that, that does bring me to my next question. Is, is there a mental aspect to being healthy and fit? Absolutely. Yes. I think that, you know, you have to first make the decision that you want to make a change. That's the first step. I want to make a change. This is what I'm going to do. And then um, from there, you have to put up that a little bit of a battle. Like you were saying, there are going to be days where we don't want to work out. We don't feel like it. Um, and so I like to say there, there really is no such thing as motivation. If you're waiting to be motivated, stop. Um, you have to have good habits and discipline. And once you have good habits and discipline, you will develop a mental toughness. Mm -hmm. And the, the longer you continue to do that, you, you get more and more mentally tough. And that's in the gym, right? That could be you know, adding weight and you're gutting it out. But that mental toughness transfers over into our everyday life when you are approached with a, you know, crisis scenario, right? You are mentally tough. You're going to rely on that mental toughness and you're going to dive into a hard situation and you will take things on that are hard. Yeah, abs absolutely. I think that's so uh, critical. And Mike, you know, from, from your time in the military, even just in basic training, there are things you, you looked at challenges in front of you. You're like, there's no way I can do this. And yeah, I, I would, uh, to, to add to what she said, she, what she says, fantastic. Uh, there's some, there's a, uh, a saying, lots of sayings in the military, but one is uh, there's two ways to learn. You either learn from blunt force trauma or endless repetition. <laughs> and, uh, you know, in reality, um, what we don't want to do is wake up, stand up, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's my back, there's my knees, there's this or that. Uh, that endless repetition that my wife does so well um, and keeps me in line because I'm telling you, I'm the biggest offender. Who, just like you were saying is, you know, you look at the gym and you look at the weights and you're like, I don't know if it's for me today. But, man, I'll tell you what, right here keeps me going uh, and does a solid job at it. So endless repetition for me, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's because of years of blunt force trauma, right? That's that's also true. <laughs> also true. I see Chris from uh, La Jolla, California. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong, Chris. Uh, La Jolla, California. Thanks for joining us. I love your church out there, that open atmosphere you have. Uh, I, I hope to get back there maybe this year um, if, if California will let Texans come in. 
Uh, and Stephanie Smith, yeah, talking about consistency, absolutely. So, again, in the comments section, guys, drop your comments in now, questions you may have about uh, your personal fitness experience, uh, where you currently are, where you want to be, uh, and we can help you get there. You know, talking about the mental aspect, the, the mind is a weapon, and we're, we're told to sharpen things like that. And so we build what's called habit strengths. And the more we do something, the more we're consistent with it, we make it a habit, it becomes a strength within us and within our mind. So I, I guess maybe the the um, the big question is, how, how can I, I let's say I'm, I'm 55, 60 years old, I'm serving on a church safety and security team. I haven't uh, been exposed to fitness uh, in a long time. Uh, I've just gotten away from it. Life has settled in, grandkids, whatever. How do I start? How do I start now? How do I put that foot forward now? Um, well, I like to take age out of it and that I don't feel that age is ever a factor, but um, no matter who you are, you start where you're at and you use what you've got. And that, I mean, that is how you get going. Um, so you start where you are and you use what you've got. You don't um, have to have anything fancy, especially right now. Um, <laughs> we are not in Texas, we're in Illinois. Yeah. And so we're not open here um, like you guys are. We are, <laughs> we're jealous. But, um, you know, if you're looking at, you know, you're having to do home workouts and things, great. You can, you can do that. Um, you can do everything you need. You can do it home. You don't have to have fancy equipment. Um, you're going to start small, start small. Um, and when you're really looking at, um, and I know we're going to talk about this later, but getting into a program and doing things, start small and we're going to make small changes over a long time. Right. Yep. Yep. It's kind of how a diamond is made, right? Little bit, a little bit of pressure over a long time makes a diamond. Um, Chris, Chris Klein is joining us. I know Chris had a significant weight loss over the last year, uh, well over 50 pounds. Chris, if, if you want to chime in also in the comment section, you know, what was your critical first step or what, what was the catalyst to you getting back into a fitness routine? And Jim Henkel says fitness equals 95% motivation. There's no footprints in the sand with butt prints on the couch. I like that. So how often should I work out? Um, really, I think that we should be moving our body every day. So that would be seven days a week. Move your body. Very good. Very good. Uh, doing something right. And, and Mike, you yeah, got doing, you know, yeah, doing something, um, 30 minutes of walking, um, can be a game changer. So if we, um, look at just taking 30 minutes of walking and it doesn't even have to be, um, walking fast. We can be walking casually, um, easy to breathe. When we look at that over time, um, in about two months time, um, a lot of research is showing that people have lowered their blood pressure. They have lost some weight, not significant weight, but as far as right going back to health goes, the sickness in our bodies, mm -hmm. blood pressure goes down, cholesterol goes down, stress goes down. And when our stress goes down, our overall um, daily life, um, that activity goes up. So 30 minutes of walking a day can be um, have a huge impact in changing our fitness, which then changes our health. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the human animal, you know, back in the day um, was built for strife, right? You didn't you didn't just you, you ate because you got chemical responses in your body. 
that said, hey, you need to eat. And then so food might not be readily available. So you had to be physically fit enough to go figure out how to get that food. You would go. We're, that's one thing that we're really, really good at is endurance. We go and we go and we go and we go. But now, you know, fast forward to where we are now, the couches are nicer than they were back in those days when we were tribes. Uh, the food is more readily available, you know, the um, it, and so we I mean, we walk to a refrigerator, a refrigerator now instead of having to travel on foot to catch some game and stuff like that. So the, the body was is built for that. But the more complacency we give to it, uh, the more it will accept. And then so it gets harder and harder sometimes uh, to get back to that optimum level. But. The great thing is the body is very resilient and it has great memory. It knows uh, it, it knows where you were and it wants to help you get back there. Um, so it's important to understand that you, you know just because you've stopped for a long time doesn't mean you can't start. Chris Klein got back to his his big event was a uh, excuse me a poor physical from his doctor and weighing the heaviest he's ever been at 260. What a confession, Chris! I appreciate you sharing on here. Um, his blood pressure, kidney function all lower than than COVID hit. Uh, being obese was a risk factor, so his wife and uh, decided to change her lifestyle, uh, tr traditional treadmill, and got after it. Uh, still got 35 pounds to go, but man, he's he's had a wonderful transformation. And, and there's so many more stories like this out there uh, because you know we do now see our mortality sometimes with COVID. It exposes those things to us if 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 we're in a high risk category. If there's things we can physically do to get out of those high risk categories. Uh, and we get we try to pull ourselves away from that that uh, that death or that mortality. Uh, it's we're seeing more and more stories like this. So I'm thankful. And Chris, thanks for sharing that. I know that's sometimes tough to confess, but you, you've got strong uh, countenance about it. And I, I know you're going to keep going with that for sure. All right. So I just start working out. Uh, maybe I'm I'm getting into some group fitness, like Mike suggested. Uh, Mike, I really just picture you in a in a lot of spandex and uh, neon. Hey, is that about right? Yeah, that's usually my uh, uniform. <laughs> so uh, the group fitness thing, find a group that, that fits for you. Or, you know, I would just tell you, quite frankly, when I was serving in the military, one of the one of the guys brought his wife in who uh, taught yoga and we did an hour session of yoga. Now, we all balked at it. We all laughed at it. We all made fun of it in the first five minutes. Past that into the six minute mark, seven minute mark, we were done uh, making fun because, quite frankly, we didn't have any more breath in right. uh, yeah. anymore. And we we did want to know who this who this lady learned torture devices from. Yeah, yeah. it was the most ridiculous thing, and and I, I still remember that to that to this day. When so when I first start working out, what can what should I expect or what can I expect from my body? Uh, I know there's some soreness that goes along there, so you guys speak into that. There is going to be aches and pains for sure. Chances are. If you're not moving your body daily, like we should be, you have aches and pains anyways. So you kind of have to choose your pain, right? They're, they're going to be there regardless. Um, but the most important thing to remember, if you only hear this, movement is medicine. Say that so louder in the back. We, we start out, we're working, we get sore. We're going to want to back off. Oh, I should take today off. I'm sore. You know, I'm feeling into my knees. Movement is medicine. Keep moving. Those aches and pains, the pain in the knees, especially that we see that um, overweight individuals have, it will go away the more we move. The pain in the hips and the lower back, it will go away 
the more that we move. Yep, absolutely. All those, all those hinges, all those uh, ball and socket joints, all those things, they, they're made for movement. And when we're static for so long, when we're complacent for so long, uh, it, it's kind of think about the Tin Man from uh, The Wizard of Oz, right? He needed the oil can uh, for a long time there, but then eventually throughout the movie, he gets a little bit better uh, at that. And so the, those those joints that want to move need to move. We need to put some locomotion uh, behind them to make sure uh, that we're honoring again the, this temple that we've been given. And it does it does get easier. I'll just tell you that from personal experience, you you are going to have muscle soreness, but that I think of that as a, a as a badge of honor, quite frankly. Uh, even to this day, if, if I do a movement that causes me uh, soreness the next day, uh, usually it's legs nowadays, uh, and, and I'm, I don't want to take stairs uh, for a couple of days after I do legs. That's a badge of honor to me that I, I did the right thing for my body. I challenged it. I broke it down. I made it. Uh, I pushed it to its limits, maybe. And uh, now I'm going to be stronger and more resilient after that. So that's that's perfect. All right. I could, uh, also touch on something there. Um I think some of the other things you might see when you first start, uh, aside from the soreness, but probably some improvements in functionality. Um, you know, this sounds sounds bad, but uh, maybe you couldn't tie your shoes before. Maybe you had trouble putting things on, you know, putting a, you're a, a security guard and you can't reach a sidearm. Um, you know, you can't react as fast as possible. I think a lot of times people are in the, the misconception that the only thing to a gym or to an exercise experience is looking in a mirror and seeing, do I look aesthetically pleasing now? It right. versus seeing, well, wow, you know, before uh, I couldn't, I couldn't fit into certain um, pant size. I couldn't get to my weapon as quick as possible. I can't tie my shoes. Simple things like that are going to start becoming a little easier. And so instead of, Maybe uh, just looking for, do my biceps are 20 inches in size. You know, I now have some functionality that I didn't have before. This is fantastic. Yeah. You know, the thing you're quite, that most people will experience right away is the endurance, the different levels of endurance they'll get uh, from moving their body, just, just you know, challenging it slightly. Uh, like Katie said, going for a walk 30 minutes a day, you'll, you'll notice your endurance going up and that endurance makes you feel good. It gives you those good chemical responses in your body too and triggers you to want to go do it again. That dopamine, right? That's such a great drug. Uh, once we achieve something, we want to achieve it again and again and again. It drives us. And just doing that work and getting that, that dopamine in your body is, is so critical to an overall physical fitness program. Um, Chris says it's hard to conceal his Glock 19 now. Uh, yeah, I, absolutely, Chris. Uh, Sarah, I hope you're listening. Please make sure Chris gets a new gun. We want him to be safe out there and be able to conceal that gun. Uh, and also make sure he gets a new belt, it sounds like, too. <laughs> how important, uh, th this is one of the ones I love, uh, how important is water to a fitness routine or just overall health? Well, we need water, right? But um, we don't need to over overthink the process we need to you know be you know overfilling ourselves with water and buying all the supplements and things um those details like that um only affect us once we're an elite level athlete and then really honing in on that can become important but when we're going from you know if we're just the the average joe and we're just starting out if you if you are drinking nothing but uh, Coke. Yeah. Let's drop some Coke and let's drink some water. Yes. 
but we don't need to be forcing ourselves to drink a gallon of water every day. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a term for a lot of stuff we do in, in the church and, and just in safety and security in general. And that's a uh, paralysis by analysis or analysis paralysis, however you want to say it. And that's really being overwhelmed with everything that's out there, all the vitamins, all the supplements, all the, uh, the new fancy energy drinks, um, all these things that you can get into and see in different blogs, you know, as far as your fitness journey goes, but simply getting up and going and, and doing what you can is enough. You don't want to be overanalyzing. Do I need this? Do I need that? Do I need that? Before you just start the movement and start going, it's uh, it's sometimes putting the cart before the horse to uh, start getting all these supplements going. No, you, you obviously you want to look at that later on. And I would just challenge everybody right now. I want to make sure I, I have this call to action right here. Before you do anything, please consult with your physician. Before you get into any sort of workout routine, or any sort of uh, any sort of physical fitness where you've stopped and then you're restarting, please consult with your physician. I, I highly recommend that. And that's our call to action here at Protectors Toolkit. Don't just jump right into something. Uh, get get consulting uh, with your physician and make sure that it, he recommends it, and uh, and you're putting that against good information that's out there. Uh, Chris Klein said, We're "Only drinking soda uh, before now about eighty to one hundred twenty ounces of water a day. That's that's great, Chris. That's that's such a critical piece, you know." Uh, abs are made in the kitchen. That's that's what we know. We you know if we get into the kitchen, about eighty percent of our success comes from what we put the fuel that we put into the engine that that we want to run. Um, if we have bad fuel in, then we're going to get bad things out of that engine. So it, you know, eighty roughly eighty percent of your success in your overall health is going to come from in the kitchen or the things that you fuel yourself with. So uh, I want to give you the uh, what I consider the protectors toolkit, great eight. Keys to working out after 50, the grade eight keys to working out after 50. If you're thinking about starting a plan or a program, uh, number one, uh, we talked about this already. Think about full body sessions over isolating muscle groups. Yeah, it's, you know, like Mike said, it's great to have 20 inch biceps. It really looks good in a polo shirt or a T-shirt, especially if you buy a medium like I do. But we want to make sure as we get a little bit older in life, we're concentrating on making sure all the joints move the way they should. All the muscle groups are working together. Uh, in harmony and uh, synchronicity as much as possible. Number two, keep your activities varied. We already talked about that as well. The body hates complacency, not only uh, being complacent sitting on the couch, but it hates complacency in your fitness and your health as well. Uh, we, we tend to start looking for other things and engaging in other things if something becomes uh, too commonplace for us. Number three, we want to make sure we're prioritizing our form over the load. We want to make sure we're prioritizing our form, doing the movements correctly in line with the body mechanics that we are built with over putting a lot of weight on the bar. It may be awesome to lift a lot of weight and it looks great in the gym. And I think you, I think the prerequisite is that you yell a lot when you're doing that so people look at you. But it's more important that you get the form right. You have to get the form right. It's going to it's going to allow you to keep doing the healthy things and the fitness lifestyle for a lot longer when you align your body mechanics and use it in the way that they were designed. Also, flexibility, mobility, and safety are paramount. That's why I say check with your physician uh, before starting any physical fitness routine. But we want to make sure flexibility first, mobility, moving that body, putting some locomotion behind it, and obviously doing it in a safe way. If you haven't been in a gym before, you see a certain piece of equipment or you see an exercise that you want to try and you're not sure, you haven't tried it before, that is a great time to find maybe a personal trainer or somebody who's experienced in that and ask 
questions. There, uh, you will find if you haven't been in a gym in a long time, people in a gym are really willing to help one another. Now, I will just caution and give you a caveat. It's got to be the right help. It just can't be the guy in the cool cutoff shirt with the 20-inch biceps and you know, think he knows what he's doing. He may not. Find someone professional in that. All right. Uh, can, that takes me to, to the next point. Consider working with a personal trainer or joining some classes, as Mike said, uh, in group fitness. You know, in group fitness, we we get out of um, we get out of complacency because we can see other people working around us. We see what the movements are, and we can challenge ourselves against people to the left, to the right, to the in front of us. And also, we learn the correct movements, and we stay in tempo, and we work as a group. Sometimes that's better to get you started, get your foot uh, moving in the right direction. Uh, number six, yeah, number six, start working on basic movement drills. You know, I saw Jim Henkel uh, in here. He's, o he's over 75 years old and he's just happy with flexibility. Jim, I'm happy with flexibility every day too. Uh, so start with basic movement drills. Learn how your body mechanics work and get them working in that way. Figure out how your joints are supposed to work and work those joints in the ways that they are supposed to work. And we already talked about this one. I think this is a big one. Number seven, stay consistent. Stay consistent in everything you do because you will find it gets easier. Your stamina goes up. Uh, your health goes up. You feel a lot better. You get more of that good dopamine inside your body. Um, and you start feeling fitter in everything that you're doing. Like my friend Chris Klein out there, staying consistent in his process. It's very easy to get discouraged in this too because initially you, can ex you may expect to see a huge drop in weight. If you just start adding walking and drinking water, taking out sodas, you may see a significant drop in weight right away. And then maybe it plateaus for a little while. Stay consistent with that process. It is going to happen for you. Consistency is key to overall health and fitness. And then last but not least, we just talked about this. Make sure we're hydrating appropriately. And we don't have to be crazy about this and carry our, our one gallon of water with us to show everybody, you know, how much I drink and mark on it with a Sharpie and all that kind of stuff. You know your body. Make sure you're hydrating your body uh, based on the workloads that you're going to put into it and the workloads you're currently experiencing. Also, weather is a factor in that as well. Um, and let me see some other comments down here. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Chris Klein says, saw a big loss at first. Now it's slowing down. And that's okay. You know, Chris, initially you burn some of what's called that brown fat uh, really quickly early on, drop some of that water weight as well. And then you start to uh, plateau or slow down a little bit. That's your body adjusting. Uh, that's that's getting everything in line and you're, you're experiencing a healthier lifestyle because of that. Uh, so I appreciate that. Mike, Katie, anything you guys want to add to the, to the grade eight? I think you hit it. Uh, those are solid, too. And those are good things to take into consideration. All right. Very good. All right. So uh, let's let's say uh, we're, we're just starting out. Maybe I'm over 50. Maybe I'm in my 60s. What is something I can start doing right now? Give me some exercises. Give these guys, gals, uh, some exercises. Maybe they can start uh, tomorrow. Uh, walking, of course. Mm -hmm. We want to walk as much as possible and everywhere we go. So walk, walk, walk. Um, and then we want to look at things like squats, which is, you know, that can be getting up and down off of a chair. Yep. Just, you know, and working, yeah, working on that. Um, if we're going, we're going to say over maybe the age of 55, definitely 60s and into 70s. We want to be also... Um, as we're going around the house, we want to be doing movements that challenge our balance. So um, if you're doing a household task or something, 
try standing on one leg and then standing on the other leg. Um, our balance, we lose if we don't use it. And that, as we age, becomes a factor. This is when people fall and become injured. This is a lack of balance. So the older we get, we want to practice and use balance the same we would any other exercise. Um, so find things um, that you can, that challenge your balance. And then um, throughout the day, find time where you can do movements that involve twisting. And for a lot of people, that's going to be very challenging. Um, after the age of 35, that's the movement that we lose first is the ability to twist side to side. Um, and so we have to gain that back because that is, we need that. That is very functional and we need to be able to twist from side to side. Um, so find movements that you can do sitting down or standing um, where you can just rotate and twist side to side and start working um, those movements back into your spine. Yeah. If I could add something too, what I would say is, um, you know, as you introduce new movements and doing some of these things, I think it's very important to what she was talking about earlier about active recovery. So even if you're standing on one foot or the other, this may be very taxing for you. It could be, you know, and you might feel like some soreness. And I like your your thing about, uh, or I think someone had said about the footprints and the butt prints. You know, active recovery isn't sit down with a bag of Doritos on the couch and go, ah, oh, I worked out so hard today. Okay, it's, yeah. you know, just I'm just going to lay right. down. So like a rest day, like, oh, I need a rest day. Sunday we rest doesn't mean that you're just sitting doing nothing. This could be a great day that we do yoga or that we, you know, ride a bike or we go swimming. Swimming is great for the joints yep. and can be a great workout and usually creates less pain in our joints. Um, so rest doesn't actually mean doing nothing. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Doing less. Yeah, that's a that's a critical piece of it. That those recovery days, those recovery uh, opportunities, uh, doesn't necessarily mean we're doing nothing. I, I find a lot of times, like I said, I go in to stretch, uh, get my work on some mobility things, some flexibility things, uh, and just be in there building my consistency. Still, you know, even on my off days, just being consistent with that process. Chris, uh, Chris said, uh, Chris Shanko said, if you're able, find a trainer you vibe with. They'll help you stick with it. You may even have fun sometimes. Absolutely, Chris. I know you. Uh, you're a surfer. I know you surf out there. So that's that's a hard physical activity as well. And Jim says, uh, you know, the mobility, that's the senior shuffle. That's a major achievement to overcome working on that balance. And, and that's that is a critical piece. Absolutely. We, we, we lose confidence in ourselves uh, over time because we lose uh, the confidence in our abilities to use our bodies in the way that we once did. And we can sometimes overcome that or stave that off by maintaining our physical fitness and our in our health overall. Um, Katie, Mike, uh, any last comments to, to what we've talked about? Um, well, I think working out should be fun. I think Chris just said, you know, it should be fun and it should be. Um, I think fun for us is we do kind of like pushing ourselves and like, oh, if it hurts, like, oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody is like that and that's okay, <laughs> but it should be fun. You should not wake up every day and dread, oh, I have to work out today. It should be, I, I get to work out today. 
I have arms, I have legs, I have a body that can move. I get to work out today and we should enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know that that it is such a, um, an important thing for us to remember. This is what God gave us. Uh, and we are to honor and respect what, everything he's given us. And our body is one of those things that we have to honor and respect. And, and quite frankly, hopefully give a, a good return on the investment that, that he's made in us. Sarah uh, asked, um, speaking of stretching, do you have any online sites uh, or anywhere you would go uh, for some stretching that you would yes, recommend? Yes, abs absolutely. Um, she can check out Les Mills On Demand. And they have, um, she can actually get six months free right now that they're offering that out um, because of the virus and so many of the gyms being closed. Um, but they have several yoga programs and then 30 minute uh, stretching classes. So it's not um, yoga or meditation based. It's just 30 minutes of stretching. Oh, awesome. Lessmills.com? Um. It, there'll be information there, but yep, there it is. Les Mills on demand. She got it up. <laughs> yeah. That's the, uh, the magic of the people behind the scenes that protect yes. us. Yes. <laughs> Stephanie's out there. Just, uh, I, I love you to death. Just working behind the scenes for us at Protectors Toolkit. Um, uh, I want to make sure I make that shout out to making sure our customers have everything they need is just fantastic. Um, so yeah, there she goes. <laughs> All right. So, um, and making sure that we wrap all this up, consistency is going to be key. We'll put the grade eight up there for you so you can look at that. Uh, Katie, Mike, uh, how if people want more information, want to talk to you, want to ask questions, uh, how do how do they get in contact with you? Um, Stephanie does have my email address. So if there's, you know, questions or maybe, you know, something that someone would want more information on, they can go to that. I am on Instagram. Um, they can um, definitely DM me there and I'm, I'm pretty open. So really anything that, um, you know, people want to know, I can, you know, help them out with. And there's um, on my Instagram page, there is a lot of um, fitness stuff. There's a lot of food stuff. I post a lot of our food, all the recipes are there and that's just free if they want it. Um, so those would be the two best ways to get um, a hold of us. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here tonight. And as always, Warriors, you know, if you're if you're new here, make sure you hit the like button up there, uh, like our Facebook page, and also go subscribe and hit the bell and notifications over on the YouTube page. That way you get notified as soon as we drop in new content, everything we put in from Protectors Toolkit. Uh, we make sure you get it as quick as possible, and we want to make sure you know that it's in there. So hit that like and that subscribe button, and then hit the bell for notifications. Don't forget to check out our podcast, Word and a Weapon, Word and a Weapon podcast on all of your podcast players. You can get it from our website, uh, protectorstoolkit.com. Navigate over to resources, podcast is right in there, or you can find it on all your major platforms, including Spotify, Word and a Weapon podcast. Now, if you're thinking, if you're new here and joining us tonight, and you're thinking about joining the membership. Guess what? Use promo code Warrior Wednesday to get your first month at only $10. Promo code Warrior Wednesday to join the membership for only $10. You are going to be blessed by the membership in there. We have already done for you training to get you from good, better to best in your church, safety, and security world. We're booking now for the 2021 live in-person classics, and we do offer up to a $500 grant 
for hosting a training. That is right, up to a $500 grant back from us to you, to your church safety and security team uh, for hosting a Protectors Toolkit course at your church in your area. Don't forget right now, if you're applying for the Homeland Security Grant, we do virtual risk assessments. The important thing to remember about risk assessments is this, you'll be held accountable for the things that you find, and more importantly, you'll be held accountable for the things that you don't find. So we always recommend that you use a third party or another source other than yourself for your risk assessments. Our virtual risk assessments come from me to you into your church to help you navigate and get a roadmap to go from good to great in church safety and security. Go find us on all of our social media platforms and warriors, like I always say, keep them safe.